I've got black water, grey stone and brown underpants. I've got some spooky foxes. Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take things that happened on this very day across the ages and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Cap, I'm Nat Tappy, and together we have taken two undeveloped films from the old cardboard box of time and have taken them to <laughs> Boots to see what we get for you. Just for you. It's just a, it? a murky yeah. smear. Oh no, yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to a sticker what? on saying, yeah. remove thumb from... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you to the 31st of March, 1848, uh, to upstate New York, Hydesville, where the Fox sisters, Maggie, age 14, and Kate, age 11, run out into the road to accost one of their neighbours and say, Mr, Mr, we keep hearing noises at bedtime. And the neighbour, rather than saying, so... uh, went to investigate with them, and they went to bed, and their mother, Margaret put them into bed, and the neighbour watched as the mother asked questions uh, like, um, if you are an injured spirit here, manifest thyself by three raps. Uh, Of course, the three raps it chose were Wham Rap, uh, the one from Boom Shake the Room, and (laughs) no, they weren't. (laughs) Can't even think of a third rap. That's how down with the kids I am. Can't even, don't even have three raps to order. Isn't there like a Chicken Caesar Um, one? Yeah, that's right. Um, so they heard rapping, um, the knocks on the, on some surface, uh, and the neighbour was amazed, um, and Maggie and Kate were sent to live with their sister Leah in Rochester, New York, who then brought people in every day. Isaac Post came in to debunk the sisters, um, but left convinced, and because they'd let him speak to his recently deceased son, and as any recently bereaved parent who's been convinced of their child's uh, continued existence in the spirit world, he did the next day what any of us would do. He rented a 400-seat theatre to exhibit the girls in. What? Um, (laughs) He did. Um, That was heard of by Andrew Jackson Davis, who was the head of a new movement called Spiritualism, when he'd taken the teachings of Emanuel Swedenborg, the 18th-century Swedish philosopher who said there were three heavens and three hells, and he sort of moved around through them, uh, and Mesmer, who had invented hypnotism and he put them together and said oh yes there's spiritualism we can be mediums and we can hear things from beyond and he heard about the two sisters um, he'd published his book on spiritualism uh, the year before and he visited the foxes to arrange a tour so they went to new york where they stayed in barnum's hotel which wasn't pt barnum but was his cousin oh. um and they held three showings a day in the restaurant of the hotel. They then went on to tour the US for years and years and years. Uh, Elisha Kent Kane went to debunk them when they visited Philadelphia, but he couldn't. And he ended up marrying Maggie in what? 1857. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's one point. serious failure to debunk, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> There's really absolutely nothing to thing. your hypnotism, charade. It's all a take all my money. Yeah, please have everything. Yeah. Uh, but he made her convert to Catholicism, uh-huh. um, at so. which point she renounced spiritualism and stopped doing it. Uh, her sister Kate carried on and uh, started drinking heavily as she became more and more famous. After the Civil War, spiritualism boomed. And by the 1880s, there were 8 million spiritualists in the USA. 
Kate was Good Lord. drinking heavily. That's only about eight million people in the USA. Uh, yeah, well, there weren't many more. Yeah, there were lots, lots of them. On October the twenty-first, eighteen eighty-eight, however, uh, Maggie, who had left and married Elijah Kane, although he had died a few years earlier, she did an interview with the New York World and then did a speech um, for the New York Herald, showing that she had faked the whole thing and how she had been tapping with her toes the whole time. And the New York Herald said... What? There stood a black-robed, sharp-faced widow working her big toe and solemnly declaring that it was in this way that she vented the excitement that has driven so many persons to suicide or insanity. One moment it was ludicrous, the next it was weird. I mean, I'm not sure that sentence is balanced in... The most effective. One minute it was ludicrous, the next it was weird. Yeah. That's not much of a progression. Ludicrous is weird. New York Herald. Anyway. Wow. Um, so she debu- she herself debunked the whole of spiritualism and the eight million people it obviously instantly went, oh, we were wrong. We were basing the whole thing on a lie. No, they didn't. They <laughs> said, she's lying now. No, she's been Classic. misled by devil spirits and we're right still. And it still exists. Um, the National Spiritual- Spiritualist Association of Churches uh, still exists and in 1999 bought the fox's house in hydesville um and so uh, in the 31st of march 1848 the fox sisters started tapping with their toes underneath the bed and started a church which exists to this day amazing that's epic thank you well don't thank me thank them uh, well, now, mm. I've got the 31st of March 2004, Ooh. and the Iraq War is in full force. My favourite And war. in Fallujah, yeah. four American private military contractors are killed after they're ambushed, mm. uh, which is awful. They're working for Blackwater, USA. Yeah. And I just thought it might be interesting to uh, shine a light on Blackwater, USA. Yeah, let's talk about Eric Prince. Yeah, yeah. you know all about Eric Prince, <laughs> don't you? I, I can just sit back now. You know all about him. Of course you do. <laughs> Not all about him. No, but he's a, he's a fun guy. What do yeah, you so he was already in what a family of billionaires. They'd already made mm. quite a lot of money. And Prince said, uh, in terms of Blackwater, he said, we're trying to do for the national security apparatus what FedEx did for the Postal Service. I to wreck it. I don't know. What? Yeah, to, to undermine the basis on which it was, yeah. on which it works. Uh, and so that I can own it. Yeah. yeah. Blackwater is named after the peat coloured water of a swamp area that they purchased mm. on the border of North Carolina and Virginia, where there's, there's a lot of military stuff down there, and uh, created this training place. Yeah. And they've done pretty well out of any kind of disaster that's happened. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina. U.S. taxpayers were paying private contractors $240,000 a day. Nice. It's well worth it. Yes. And Blackwater charges the government um, $1,222 a day for a security guard. Mm-hmm. Like a high-level yeah. you know, security thing. Uh, that's six times more than the cost of an equivalent United States soldier. Right. Um Prince's argument against that was he said, well, that sergeant doesn't show up naked and untrained, you know. (laughs) We have to train them. Well, presumably many of them were trained by the actual military, then left the military to get a higher paying job with Blackwater. So actually he's outsourced the cost of training as well. Yes, probably, yeah. Uh, In 13 years they got, from 97 to 2010, they got $2 billion of contracts. Mm. Nothing to worry about there. Nope. He also tried to set up his own private air force at one point. 
Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. tried to buy a fighter jet, and then no one would let him yes, register. Yes, it was it called. Yeah. It was called EP Air or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Or Presidential Airways as well. Yeah. Was, he, he, yeah, there were a couple of things. Yeah, he's very so. He's yeah. tried to found his own private army, then tried to found his own private air force, uh, and he's currently a big donor to President Trump's campaign for re-election. Funny yeah. that. That's Eric Prince. He's fun. I'm going to tell you about the birthday of Philippa of Lancaster. Now, the other day we were talking about the Wars of the Roses and we went, oh, the, there were some women involved as well. Cause there was nothing really happened with them. But that's not entirely true. Philip of Lancaster <laughs> was the oldest child of John of Gaunt, who was Ed Harris, I think, in the analogy we used a couple of oh, days ago. Oh, here we go. I cannot. I'm going to need the pins and the no, wool again. Philippa is, she's his oldest child, um, but she was uh, tutored by Chaucer, by John Wycliffe, she did poetry under Froissart, so she was tutored by the most impressive people of the late 14th century. Um, she then went on to marry King John I of Portugal. Uh, she then met John I of Portugal 12 days after they were married. Um, but this led to, which I think may be the best way of doing it in retrospect, just marry first and meet 12 days yeah. later. Um, it led to the Portuguese-English <laughs> alliance in 1386, which is, to this day, the longest-standing alliance between any two countries in the world. It survived the Napoleonic War, it survived World War II. England and Portugal are still allied and have been since 1386. When she married at 27, she was told she was too old to have children, but she had nine children, six of whom survived to adulthood. Uh, she died of the plague, um, and when she died, she was said to have a smile on her mouth as though she disdained the life of this world. So that's Philippa of Lancaster, Queen of oh. Portugal, daughter of John of Gaunt, friend of Chaucer and of Foissart, and just generally great lady. I feel like, you know, things like marrying someone 12 days before you meet them and stuff, were they just working up? Channel Four formats, you know what I mean? Like the royals, <laughs> most of most royal behaviour is just working up a reality TV format, isn't it? Stuffing your self into a butt of wine to see how life is. Yeah. <laughs> life in the tower. Uh, so yeah, um, I have a death for you. Uh, someone that I think mm. we should celebrate: Zaha Hadid, Iraqi-born, uh, English architect and academic. Yep. Uh, she made the Bridge Pavilion. She was the first person to get the Pritzker Architecture Prize in 2004 because, you know, mm. women prior to then. Uh, and she got the Sterling Prize. She got made a dame. She was incredibly cool. She got the Royal Gold Medal mm. uh, from Reba, the Royal Institute of British Architects, mm -hmm. one month before she died, I'm pleased to say, and was described by the Guardian newspaper as the Queen of the Curve. Mm. She did uh, really beautiful work, and you definitely will have seen some of her work. Yeah. The London Aquatic Centre for the 2012 Olympics. Mm -hmm. The Guangzhou Opera House in China, currently empty. I've often sung there. And the Beijing uh, Airport. I've often sung there. You know that there. one, the really big one with all the... Yeah, you've been there all the time. And um, I think she designed the statuette for the 2017 Brit Awards. Crazy stuff. <laughs> Come that on. is perhaps her yeah. finest creation. Your yeah, you, well, your design for the statuette was never going to fly, was it, Ned? <laughs> well, it would have stood up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it would have been not so impressive. <laughs> it's a banana hook. It's a banana hook. <laughs> it's meant to curve like that. Is it? Is it? Thanks very much for your company. Uh, we'll be back with yes, another date you. fight tomorrow. Uh, we should make the tomorrow. point that. Uh, we've got stuff coming up in just a couple of days' time. We yes, are going to make yes, our uh, two days. Radio 4 debut uh, with a show yes. called Now Wash Your Hands. 
mm. finding the comedy and the comfort of these rather troubled times. Yes, we're going to be dropping in on all of the people most desperately affected by, well, it's just comedians. It's only comedians. Yeah. And if people. you do the BBC Sounds thing, mm. uh, you can probably subscribe now. What? Um, so if you want to head over there and look for Now Wash Your Hands, hopefully we'll pop <gasps> up. Amazing. And then after that's finished, yeah. we'll come back and talk to you all in more length. In more length. More length? What the... We'll talk to you uh, in more length. Well, he's thinking about his 2017 mm. Brit Awards statue, and that's it. That's him done for the rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Sorry. No. Too late for that, mate. <laughs>